any second. Zydra's coming in from a, um, a meeting. Good afternoon. I'm the host, Michelle Padilla, and this is the Awareness Hour, and it's five o'clock. I have a very special guest, George. Um, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing your last name. <laughs> Can you tell me how to pronounce your last name? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to get it wrong. Chakiris. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, that's where I'm having my problems. It's my C's, S's, and K's right now. So if, if um, you get if you get my name wrong, it's perfectly okay. I don't mind. <laughs> So we're waiting on my friend, Jack, uh, my co-host Jackie. Um, it's fine. I just got done with another meeting, so I told her, "Hey, hop on in when you can." So the awareness show is about different causes and different events. I don't know if you ever heard about the awareness show. Um, we started doing podcasting about nine years ago, and so um, the reason why we started it is because I got diagnosed with a chromosome. 22Q, which is a tiny piece of a chromosome that's like, um, it's the second most common to Down syndrome. Wow. So, yeah, so you have over 200 symptoms and a lot of people are not aware of it. So we want to make it, you know, known and well known and make everybody, if that makes sense. Uh, of course it makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we have the most common issues like teasing, uh, teeth issues, congenital heart problems, um, cleft palate problems, learning disability, intellectual disability. And, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So it, wow, that's a list. Yeah, yeah. it is a list. So, um, so we are so, we're trying to make it more known to people who want to know more about 22Q, they could go to the website and get more information. There's other names to it, but we're sticking to 22Q11. And so we started doing the podcast so we could get more people involved and have a lot of fun doing it. That makes sense. Oh, it's, it's, of course it makes sense. How, how is it going? It, well, we've been doing it for nine years, which is okay. really cool. Um, Harlan has been amazingly awesome. He's been getting me a lot of gifts, including you. So a shout out to Harlan. So, um, you know, we, I started out at a, at a radio station called KDHR and, um, and I broke away two years ago. So I'm now doing my own podcasting. And so we've been doing a lot with the podcasting. So it's a lot of fun. I okay. love it. Great. Great. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so let, let's talk about you. What have you? How did you get into West Side Story? Uh, that's well. I've been working as a uh, let's see, as as a dancer in Hollywood movie musicals, and you know, in from nineteen fifty two or something like that to up to uh, probably nineteen fifty six, uh, something like that. And uh, I'd also done some work in Vegas as as a chorus dancer. Um, but then about 1957, uh, work for dancers in, in Los Angeles was, uh, th there wasn't much work. So I got a one-way, bought a one-way ticket to New York, my first time in New York. Uh, some friends of mine put me up at the couch in their living room and they knew everything was going on in New York. And one of the things that was going on, they were auditioning people for a London company of West Side Story. So I got to audition for uh, Jerome Robbins I auditioned first for the role of Bernardo, and then he asked me to read for the role of Riff. 
And then eventually he cast me as Riff in the, the London company, A Voice Size Sword, which I did for a year and a half, loved every second of it. It was my first time outside of the, the country and I really loved uh, England. I loved London so much, felt like, like home. Um, and then after a year and a half or so, uh, word started coming out about a movie was going to be made, and we were hearing right. things, and we were hearing things like uh, names like uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor and Elvis Presley. So none of us ever dreamed of anything could happen for us, you know. But uh, long story short, some of us uh, were tested uh, for the film. I was tested. I did a test as. Uh, Riff tests Bernardo, and then they flew me to Los Angeles to do uh, more of a test as Bernardo, as, uh, and Jerry Robbins uh, directed that test, and I did it with a lovely girl, Barbara Luna, who was, I thought was a very hot contender for the role, Bonita. Um, so I, I left the, the London company just for a week to fly home, got to see my family, I hadn't seen them for a year and a half, um, did the test, and then flew back uh, on, on Sunday to go back into the show. Um, and I loved all that back and forth. I always loved getting back to the theater. It was something so wonderful about the theater. Um, and then again, weeks started to go by. And finally, uh, on my birthday, September 16th, 1958, 58? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, I got a call from Ruth Mitchell, who was the stage manager for West Side Story who told me that I was being cast as Riff in the London company. And that same day, I got seven checks from my California unemployment. So it was a great day. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And then later it became a movie and you were working with Natalie Wood. Is that correct? Yes. Well, Natalie was, of course, cast. Thank God she was cast as Maria. She's so beautiful, so wonderful, so so perfect. She's wonderful in anything she does, but I think she's just extraordinary and 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 sublime and just there's nobody better for Maria than Natalie. Just no one. Um, and so I got to meet Natalie. Got to know her a little bit, of course. Really, really liked her. She was all of 23, <laughs> so she was a pretty young young woman. And um, already a, a bona fide major movie star. Uh, she didn't act like one, but uh, she was very gregarious, fun to talk to, fun to be around, and you know, and very concentrated on 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 the work. Um, so I I, 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 was, I was really glad to be able to meet her. I guess we all were, and uh, she was tremendously well liked altogether by everyone. I know J Jerry Robbins actually was thrilled by her and she was I think equally equally thrilled by Jerry they she respected him so much and he uh you know there's a um a, a, a lovely scene it's just Natalie she's on the rooftop by herself waiting you know for till the rumble is over somebody can bring her some good news of some kind and that that number is it's just Natalie and uh, Jerry staged the most beautiful sequence of just Natalie on the roof thinking and feeling and being alone and waiting waiting for everything being lovely and positive. And that sequence with Natalie, I've always thought is so beautiful and so beautifully staged by Jerry. Very simple, but very clear, very clean, because you can see how she's feeling. And that's what makes it so beautiful. And nowadays people don't know who you are or who Natalie Wood is or who West Side Story is. And you know, this is what they were to show us about. We talk about you know, like 
the good old days like West Side Story, talk about, you know, Broadway and theater, but right now with COVID being hit, you know, a lot of people are not going to go to the theater as much, but I found that you can watch West Side Story now on Hulu, so people can now watch it on Hulu. So, wow. Yes, I found that out the other night. And I, and <laughs> I, I don't watch anything on Hulu. I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's, it's, it's a different ballgame. I mean, I guess in order to bring uh, anything, if you want to bring something to a different audience, a younger audience, so then you have to bring it to them on, I guess, on today's technology, you know, because that's how everybody connects. Yeah. You know? My lovely co-host Jackie just showed up, so you get to hi, George. <laughs> hey. It's so great to be here with hi. you. Hi. Thank hey, you good. so much. Yeah, thank you, honey. I can see you now, too. Thankfully. <laughs> How long have you been doing um, acting and Broadway, and why did you want to get into it? I'm so sorry. Tell me that again. Uh, why did you want to get into acting, and why did you want to get into Broadway? Well, the actor, I never got to Broadway, but as a kid, I didn't know about theater. Theater didn't exist where I lived. I lived in Tucson, Arizona, outside the city. But of course, movies, we all, everybody saw movies, and that's, I fell in love uh, with, with movies, uh, especially movie musicals, I think, more than anything, because I love to watch, you know, a beautiful woman dancing with Fred Astaire or someone, and that beautiful shiny floor mm -hmm. that you could see the reflection in. And, I mean, it was... It was so I, I fell in love with that and was introduced to the idea of, of uh, going in that direction, although I didn't know what it was, uh, based on just my own feeling, of course, and that's where my heart took me. But uh, my, my strongest influence as a kid was movie, movies, movie musicals. Yeah. You see, it's funny because I was born in Tucson, Arizona. Into, into what, sorry? I was born in Tucson, Arizona. Oh my God, that's where I live. That's, I was born in Ohio and I, we left when I was three and we went to Tucson. My, my father always wanted to live in a warmer climate. So we went to Tucson. I loved it. I love that desert oh, air. We, I moved out here after two months because of my medical history and my dad was stationed at the Air Force Base out there, Davis Moth Air, Air Force Base. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So. Um, it was just a small little world. So um, it is. You know, I love musicals. I love West Side Story. Um, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't like musicals for some reason. I don't know if it's their preference or just they don't like it. Um, today we're living in a society that you know things are changing rapidly because of pop culture and they don't like yeah. certain things. You know. I don't know if you've heard the latest about Greece, how it's, you know, how it's racist and all that stuff. It, it's just shame because, you know, this is what our generation would, you know, got like, we like musicals and we didn't have anything like that growing up. Now we have to worry what, what you're going to say and what you do. And I think we need to protect musicals like West Side Story and other musicals, you know, that way they don't get the cancellation of pop culture, if that makes sense. 
Well, it, it does, but you know, I, I guess I'm not surprised that that young people today are not quote unquote, quote, quote, eager to see um, musicals because there, there's not much for them to see. Uh, right. I guess, I, I guess in recent, um, uh, uh, Hamilton, I guess is the big musical that, that everybody's seen. I have not seen it, but obviously it's, it's tremendous. And, uh, but, I, but it's because it's theater um, uh, and I, I, maybe young people don't have access to it in some way, but I, uh, so, uh, you know, movie musicals are, are, are rare in the sense that there are very few I don't even know. Uh, uh, well, we uh, Stephen, uh, sure. Uh, there, he, uh, not Stephen Sondheim. He, he uh, but but Stephen uh, Spielberg, of course, has done his version of West Side Story, uh, a film which will, is coming out uh, December of next year. So maybe that will uh, remind people uh, and younger people that uh, here's one that they they can perhaps see and it's current, you know. Um, but I, it, people can't be that know that these are things are there if if unless they are there. Right. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's up to, and I, I think it's, I don't know the reasons for fewer, fewer musicals being made. Um, maybe, maybe they're more expensive to make, or maybe it takes a different kind of imagination to pull it all together, and, or maybe all of the above, but, uh, but yeah, they're, very, they're too rare. They're, they're very rare, and I, I miss it myself. And also, you know, because of my background, um, I, tend to love the musicals that I grew up with that were really musicals <laughs> and, the, and they were beautiful to watch uh, and beautiful dancers, beautiful singers, beautiful costumes, beautiful scenery, a, a beautiful world to escape into. And I absolutely love that. And I think it is, I think it's really important that we, we, that we can escape into another world now and again if we want to, yeah. so that our imagination can just remain alive and, uh, and, and it nourishes us in a way too. George, um, I was wondering, what were some of your favorite musicals growing up? Well, gosh, there were, there, you, um, let's see, okay. I remember as, as a kid, I loved, you're not going to, I hope you may not know who I'm talking about because you're too young, <laughs> but uh, Carmen Miranda, Betty Grable, Betty Grable, and, and of course, eventually Marilyn Monroe, but, 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 but Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, I, I, they did a one, they, they did a series of, of black and white movies at RKO and, uh, and then they hadn't done anything together for some time. And they finally in, I think maybe in the early forties or something like that, they did a color uh, a film music called The Barclays of Broadway. And it brought Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers back to the screen. And I couldn't wait to see that. And I did get to see it and I loved every second of it because it was uh, that old formula meant just, it was so beautiful uh, to see. Um, but um, I, I'm not lost track of mine, track of mine. I'm uh, sorry about that. Um, oh, it's okay. You're bringing up some good ones for me too. I'm just like, oh my goodness, that's right. I was, I love like Tony Curtis and I mean, watching Marilyn Monroe and stuff like that too. And yeah. I really enjoy those. And it, it really is a shame that we don't have anything like that currently anymore. You know, it's kind of like there's, it's just been a whole wave of a change in what we see anymore. Yeah, well, 
you know, I, uh, who I was, uh, some while ago, I, I don't know where I saw it. Do you remember uh, Rita, Rita Hayworth? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it was a musical that she made at Columbia, uh, one of those beautiful musicals where it worked. And I remember when I looked at it, I thought, girls don't get to look like that anymore. No. Right. You know? And, yeah. and, and, and she's so beautiful. But, but, but no, girls, it's, it, the style is different. The, the, uh, the way we feel about style and the way some Expression someone, altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you are. Thank different. you. You understand it people, perfectly. Another <laughs> um, yeah. one, a lot of people misjudge is Lucille Ball. She yes. would, you know, do some musicals. I know she did a couple of musicals. She could sing, she could dance, and she did com com comedies. And you know she was amazing. Um, a lot of people um, don't get, you know, don't realize what Lucille Ball did for women. And you know, she is just an amazing person. Uh, like uh, Fitzgerald, Marilyn Monroe. We got that one. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor is another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many, you know, good people out there that, that nowadays young kids. And teenagers don't know who they are. Yeah. And yeah. They're like, oh, I don't want to know who they are. I just want to play video games or, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we can't blame younger people for not knowing the past necessarily right. uh, because they're, you know, we're all uh, involved in what's going on with us now. And then there's all so much technology and uh, social media. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff to distract us and, uh, and, uh, and draw our attention. But it's, it, it's a shame in a way, because I, I think be, as much as it's possible, I think it's good for uh, young people to learn about the past, no matter what it is, uh, but in entertainment, because uh, there is so much, there's, you have so much talent in today's world, but it's also nice to recognize the talent that went before because we can learn from that as well there's oh, there's you. there's you know i've just been watching uh do you know who judy garland is yes. yes well i mean just watch judy garland and learn something you know just watch i was Here's recently watching something and i i forget who it is but it was a famous scene of these two tap dancers who did this phenomenal scene, right? Oh. And it was not acted out at all. They did it on the spot and they did those those jumps and then they where they each time they jumped they landed a split, right? The Nicholas well, brothers, right? Yeah. Who was that? The Nicholas, Nicholas brothers. brothers. Is yeah. that who that? I think okay. that's who it is. Yeah. So just recently I was watching another performance of today, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And they paid homage to that. And I thought it was amazing because I know that a lot of people would not know where that came from. You're you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I remembered how, you know, also to take into consideration, our education system has changed so much where the arts was the first thing yeah. a lot of places attacked and took mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's also played a part why a lot of people just don't really know anymore. You know, they... Uh you know, these are important things that have contributed to acts of today. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a shame that uh, I guess in, in, in our political systems that the arts get don't get the attention that they should have, you know. I know, uh, yeah. especially when we all enjoy them so much. It yeah. just, yeah. 
you know. You know, when you saw that, uh, those two, those, the Nicholas brothers, did that, and they showed us that, do that, did, did, did they tell you who they were? And, and did, uh, well, when I watched it for the first time, it was like the whole scene of it. And it yeah. was kind of something more of like just a, an appreciation video of like, look yeah. how amazing this was, you know, yeah. this is back yeah. then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only reason why I even knew about it. Yeah. So when I saw this more recent performance, I was just able to put the two together. Mm-hmm. And later okay. on, I found out um, yeah. I was reading an article where they were talking about the dancers and what they were doing. And so that was just another way I was able to put it together and be like, oh, OK, so I was right. They really were, uh-huh. you know, taking from this and applying. Yeah. It. yeah. How beautiful well, is that? Well, you know, in, in the dance world, generally speaking, because the Nicholas brothers were I guess in the 30s into the 40s, somewhere in there. But they're so they're so famous. Everybody knows these two guys because they were so incredible as well. I yeah. know, I know those yeah. moves. <laughs> not, not to mention you got Bob Pope and then you got um, what's it, James Crosby, White Christmas. We have all these you know talented performers, performers that people don't realize who they are and what they represent. And we have West Side Story, who is, I think, I believe, is turning 50 years old this year. Yeah. Is it 50 years old? 60. So, 60. Well, there you go. And when I was telling my mom about West Side Story, she goes, oh, wow, that's so cool. Because I watched it when she she watched it when she was a kid. And now she's 66 years old. So, you know, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> times are, like, changing. But, you know, it's exciting to see, you know, like, oh, wow, you know, and it's, it, I just wish, like, today we have a better understanding about pop culture, why it was there in the first place, and how we can reserve and keep it, not keep canceling pop culture, if that makes sense. Well, it, it, you know, um, are you familiar with Turner Classic Movies, uh, Turner Classic yes. Movies? Well, yes. I mean... Isn't that a great channel? I mean, it, it oh, yeah. brings it brings so much to us that we don't get to see otherwise. But it's one channel, and uh, but at least they're keeping us going in that department, aren't they? Uh, yeah. I, I, I enjoy and, that so much. I yeah. do. But you know, even even you, you're so interested. You're you're aware of things that have gone before your time and all that, and that's so beautiful. Uh, and are you a dancer? I'm sorry. Who me? me? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, I, you know, I've, the only reason I'm so in touch with it is thankfully I give that to my grandpa and my mom. Honestly, I used to spend countless amounts of hours in front of the TV with my grandpa watching these stations. Okay. And we went through all of that. And my mom's name, her first name is Maria. So that uh-huh. was a thing for her, you okay. know, West Side Story, her friends used to, yeah. it was a thing between them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's just kind of how I've been able to keep up with it, and yeah. I mean, I've I, I enjoy the art so much, and I I take part in you know whatever I can to just stay in the loop. Well, I'll tell you what, the beauty because you, a young person like you who is seriously interested in the arts, the great thing about that is you you have contemporary friends. Who you can influence if you if you want, you know, and teach them to 
appreciate things as well. So you can pass it on in a, in a, in a way that somebody older than you might have tricky, but you're, you're, you're of, uh, of an age because it's conservative, it's now with you. And so you're, and you're I'm knowledgeable. I'm with my and my sister all the time. I'm like, you guys need to absorb this and know where things are coming from. Know yeah, the history. Yeah, I think yeah. it's important. I do. Yeah. Um, they call well, me an old soul. And I'm just like, oh. Well, <laughs> listen. Uh, I know some a, good stuff. That's all. <laughs> well, I'll bet, you know, you, you talk about, you know, uh, uh, watching television and, and, you know, with your, with your grandparents and so on. Wasn't that a great time? Didn't you love it? I did. Mm -hmm. I did. If I could go back, I definitely yeah. would. Cause I mean, yeah. times were so different. TV yeah. was different. Yeah. I, we, were, yeah. we were sheltered as a kid, and now as adults, we see our we see what's happening. You know, our our parents sheltered us as much as they could to protect us, and now we're seeing. You know, oh, this is what's going on. This is not mm -hmm. the world we grew up in. It's yeah. only different. Yeah, I give that to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I guess it's been a while. Uh, remember when MTV uh, first started and, and it, it was used uh, as a way to promote records, you know? Yep. And so, so the, uh, the, way, the way they did it, it didn't, uh, it, the, the, everything was really quick cuts and it didn't have, to, it almost had nothing to do with the song that an and artist was singing. But that, that style of M, uh, MTV editing and movie. It sort of became pervasive. Everybody started doing it. And that one of the things that I'm less enamored of myself today, just in, in not just in musical things, but in, in a drama, uh, in film, is to me, the editing is too quick. They, we, they don't let us stay with a performer as long as I'd like to. Um, I, although it's a different way of, of storytelling. And I, I do understand that and sometimes it's a much better way, but uh, I, I love it if we can, I think it, now everything moves so quickly and if, if, it, if it doesn't, and if, if people are afraid of uh, being boring if they're not moving, you know, too quickly, quickly enough. And so moving quickly for the sake of moving quickly, sometimes you, you lose your storytelling in the process. Um, so, uh, but, but I think people, I think people are afraid to take the time, you know, I think it's important to take the time. That's definitely changed. You hit that right on. I mean, stories nowadays, they don't build up the same way that they used to. You don't spend as much time building a relationship with these characters to like, you know, really know what's going on. That's right. Yeah. Is yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's and the world has changed rapidly and yeah. you know yeah. it's just we were we had a good time growing up in the 80s the 60s and the 70s you know we had the mtv when we first came out we've had smurfs we've had you know all things different like back to the future movie we had jaws and now they want to put in a sensor label on it because it promotes violence or it promotes, you know, a drama or something, and it's not the same as it was before, you know, without yeah. the censors. Even, yeah. even the, the Muppets, the Muppet Show, they yeah. have, you we watch the Muppet Show now, they have a central. Disney on it movies. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Disney movies. <laughs> Peter Pan. Uh, what was it? Aristocrats. 
they all have the their three caballeros down. isn't that the yeah. Other? yeah yeah it's interesting but you know what is, oh what's that other one gone with the wind yeah. Gone with the wind. Yeah. That was it. Uh, yeah. Uh, are, are you uh, uh, a serious? I, I'll, I'll, let's see. When I was a kid, I went to, went to the movies every weekend. I mean, I, I couldn't wait for a weekend so I could see another movie. And I fell in love with the movies and the people in the movies and the whole thing. Um, do you feel that way with movies today and, and your generation? Do you, do you look forward to seeing the movies that are out there? You know, nowadays we just wait until it comes out on video or uh, on, you know, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. With, you know, when Star Wars came out the first time or Return of the Jedi, you know, those were got good packed movies. Now you just, um, we just wait until it comes out because it's getting too pricey. You know, yeah. the movie tickets are too expensive to go to the movies. You know, yeah. like $30 to buy a ticket now or something. Yeah, you gotta make it like a real treat to go out there and, you know, on an occasion, if anything. Yeah. Also, I, I think, you know, with, with the pandemic, because uh, theaters and movie theaters are, are, are not open, so everybody's gotten new, accustomed to seeing things on really small screens or a television screen or iPhone. Or, and uh, so uh, it's, it's not a good habit to develop for entertainment. Because movies, all, all, all those things were, were they're designed to be seen on a big screen, especially musicals, movement, uh, movement on, a, on, a, on an iPhone, you can, you can see it, but you can't appreciate it. You need to see the scope and the size of it to really appreciate how people are moving. You know? Right. Yeah. Sweet, yeah. So uh, again, just, uh, and I think I think we've all, and maybe to me, to me you know, in, in some regard, I just realized I'm accustomed to uh, looking at things uh, not, not entertainment, but to catching up on some visual things on my iPhone because it's easier, it's more convenient, so I can do it right now. But um, yeah. but but uh, I think entertainment and especially movie musicals uh, have to be seen, should be seen, ideally on the big screen, you know. That's how, that's how they're designed. They are now bringing back uh, drive-in movie theaters, you know, and so now the, the younger generation can actually experience what we went through. And um, they are doing drive-in comedy movie theaters now. So mm -hmm. it's interesting to see the younger generation react to what we went through yeah. as a child and as an adult. And I think they were kind of liking it more going to the, you know, drive uh, in movie theater versus an actual theater because they can sit in the car, you know, watch a movie, get the popcorn, what's the story, you know, it's kind of cool. And they can yeah. see that. So, yeah. They do that with concerts. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing now that they're doing with concerts. Will it remain for the industry? I have no idea now that things are. You know, yeah. back up, but it'd be great well, to see some live, some live acts. Yeah, I think we're uh, 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 not necessarily by choice that we're, we're getting accustomed to uh, seeing enter entertainment 
on a smaller way, you know, whether it's a television screen at home or, and some people, of course, now have much bigger televisions, but still it's not a, it's not a, it's still not a movie screen and it's not the same experience. The, going out uh, and being in the audience of like-minded people to see a particular event is, is, is important because we're sharing it together. If you see it at home, it's great, it's convenient, but it's not the same, it, it, the experience kind of changes because we're not sharing it with other audience members. Yeah, and uh, I think that's the, the, the beauty of, that's the beauty of theater, for example, is, uh, is all those people, uh, the audience, and also the people on stage, and there's, the, the, there's, uh, there's a chemistry going on between the people on stage and the people in the house. And it, it's a, a very unique experience that can only happen that way. And uh, one of the great things about being in the theater and acting or singing in the theater is, is to be doing it to a live audience because you're really are sharing it at that moment with that audience. And, and every audience is different from night to night, it's different. But, but the audience is, is that, that experience is, I think is what makes most of us really want to be performers to begin with. George, do you miss it? Yeah, well, uh, not not the same way. Um, let's see, uh, not in the same sort of dreamy way that I, you know, when I was a kid, um, or even after I was a kid, uh, and I got, um, uh, gosh, that's a good question. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I suppose I don't. I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, uh, I, I probably do. I think I probably do miss it, but I don't um, have the, the, I don't, I guess maybe it's a, a, a confidence in myself that I don't have anymore in terms of fact, my, but I don't think I'm good enough to do that anymore. <laughs> I don't, but, um, uh, or maybe I've gotten lazy. I'm not sure, but, but now and again, uh, I it, it it doesn't happen very often, but but I, when, when when I'm watching something that I really love and I appreciate what those actors and actresses and dancers are doing, I think to myself, wouldn't it be nice to be doing that again? So I guess I do miss it, and once in a while think, wouldn't it be nice to do it again? Uh, but uh, but everything is circumstance and what's available, what isn't available, things change, and and also and also I couldn't be just as a as a performer, I couldn't be, I would be people have to look at me differently to cast me correctly. So the, so the opportunities change, you know, with, with time. Do you ever find yourself going about your business and then just kind of like breaking out into song? <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I have, I have a beautiful, beautiful dog. She's a greyhound. Her name is Nebula. She's just amazing. And when I'm walking, I do, I do a lot of talking when I'm out with her. I'm I, uh, just talking to myself and I, I, I'm yeah, quite vocal, um, and I think I do uh, all kinds, you know, it happens to all of us in the course of just say walking your dog, so many things come to mind, and almost invariably something of so busy comes to mind too, and it reminds, I've just, I've been watching uh, my friend Elaine Stritch on YouTube, do you know who Elaine Stritch is? Oh gosh! Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you. There's no need for you to to know this, Elaine. I, I did a, I did a Stephen Sondheim show called Company with Elaine in 1971. So it's been a while, and she did that show originally on Broadway. And if you ever if you ever have the time, uh, look her up on YouTube. 
she, you know, she's amazing. She's extraordinary. Uh, there was a Stephen Sondheim thing on YouTube. Uh, 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 I think it was six uh, women singers, uh, Elaine Stritch being one of them, Bernadette Peters was one, and uh, I think Kevin Hiller, the, uh, who the others were. So uh, if you, and it was a beautiful evening, they were all beautifully dressed. It was like a concert thing. They they were sitting in chairs and then they got up when it was their turn, turn to sing. But if you want to check out any of that, again, it's a reminder of, of people who have been there and who are there right now as well, but who've been there for a while. So they're, they're not kids uh, and they're experiencing really, really serious, beautiful artists. So even for you, you're gonna love it if you watch it. I know you are. Okay. Yeah. I look that up. Well, yeah. you guys, we have eight minutes left. And oh. I'm like you, George. I, I feel like I wanna burst out into a song every now and then, you know. Yeah. I feel like life is like a musical. I was watching um, Hairspray the other day. Uh -huh. So, you know, sometimes you just have to go out there and start singing. And I feel like sometimes the awareness show is like a musical. So if we had like you know, a certain song or something, and it would be mm -hmm. kind of cool to do a musical. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I love musicals. I've always, I think my all-time, all-time favorite musical of all time is Annie. Oh, yeah. Annie. Oh, wow. And, I actually got to interview Pepper, Peppa from the original Annie. She was on the show a long time ago. So my mom and dad and my uncle Richard introduced me to musicals. And so we saw Cats, we saw, um, what's it, um, Wicked, oh you know. Yes. Um, I'm not Love sure it. if we saw One Side Story. I have to ask my mom about that question. But Layla, you know, all these play shows, and you know, it just opens up the mind, you know, your mind, and you're like, I want, you know, I love musicals. And it's, you know, and then when I, I, I watched Glee, Glee did an episode on West Side Story. So they did a part about, you know, the dancing and everything else. Yeah. And so they paid homage. And so it's kind of interesting. And so I'm hoping that we can share West Side Story to some listeners and make them understand to like, not like it, but understand musical and their history of musical, if that makes sense, George. Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> if I understood you correctly, I think I did. Um, yes. And you know, this thing of, you know, singing to yourself, bursting uh, uh, in the song by yourself. Um, one of the things I loved about when I was a kid about, about going to a movie musical is I always went by myself because I, and then when it was over, I would walk all the way home and walk, and I would try to remember the songs in the movie that I just seen. All of that was so delicious, you know, such a great, oh, great yeah. time, yeah. And 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 we all. I think I think those things never change. We always we continue wanting to do things like that. But um, but I love uh, I, you both seem really uh, intent uh, on uh, you know bringing the idea of musicals uh, back to people you know and uh, people your audiences as well. And that that's really it's important that you that it's great that you do that. Because you're I young, I was in theater for a while too, so I was like, "Score!" 
Our listeners want to know if you have a social media page or where can they reach you and watch more of your West Side Story and your music to your albums. I, I, I'm sorry. Did you ask me about social media? I missed that. Uh, Jackie, wanna... where can people find you, George? Oh, well, I, I'll tell. I don't. I I'm not good at social media. I think I'm lazy. <laughs> so so I I'm I'm on. I have a Facebook page, but I almost never use it. Oh. And I, I I'm not in the habit, so I I keep forgetting. So, but I guess someone could post something on Facebook, or maybe I should try to do the same. But the the only way that I uh, someone can actually have direct access to me would be through my my website or my email. And I don't mind that at all. But I but, uh, but that's, that's the only way that I, I I'm really lousy at social media. <laughs> <It's terrible>. okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just want to let everybody know that they can watch West Side Story right now on Hulu. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. Hamilton yeah. earlier. Yeah. You can and find all... it on Disney if you want to watch it. Just yeah. let me know. <laughs> right now, we're doing West Side Story. They're celebrating 60 years anniversary. Oh, boy. And congratulations. This and look out for Spielberg's movie in December, uh, his creation, his version of West Side Story. So yeah. hopefully we can find a trailer. Jackie, can we find a trailer of that and maybe post it on the Facebook or Instagram? Um, yes, I will work on that and see what I can find. Yes. And we want to give a shout out to Harlan. Thank you, Harlan. He is amazing. And, yeah, he's uh, great. He's great. Yes. Yeah, he is. So we have um, another guest coming on tomorrow. Michael, help me out with the last name, Jackie. Um, I forget his last name. But he has, <laughs> he's associated with the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. So we're looking forward to that. Okay. So we will so, I'm sorry. When you say associated with the, with the Wizard of Oz, do you mean associated with the movie of the Wizard of Oz? How do you mean that, Michelle? He uh, a, a book. He wrote a book of the Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, the, the sound is 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 breaking up just a little bit, so I'm not hearing every word you say. Sorry. No That's okay. Well, it looks <laughs> like our time is up. George, thank you so much. We would love to have you back on the show again. Thank and you. I will send this link over to Harlan once um, I edit and give it to Jackie and she could do her magic. That's it. Okay. Does that sound good? What was well, that? Listen, I'm sorry. It, it, it's really nice to meet both of you. It's, oh, it's, no, it's so great to connect with younger people. Uh, uh, honestly, because you're you're the you're the you're the future. You're now as, and the future. <laughs> wow! Thanks. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's Thank been you. so great talking to you. I love it. This okay. Great. Hope to see you again <laughs> soon. And you can find us on Instagram at the underscore awareness show. We're on Facebook. We are on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Podomatic, YouTube. Wow. So you can <laughs> see our pretty faces with George right here live. Smile on the camera. Smile for okay. the camera. Okay. Thank you both. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you.
God bless you for what you're doing. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. I'm going to edit this and I'll send it to you, Jackie. And I hope you have a happy Easter. Oh, yes. Happy Easter. Absolutely. Yes. Happy Easter, George. Thank you, honey. Thank you, both of you. I wish I could be in the same room with you sometime. Well, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll work out. All right. Yeah. I can plan. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.